Welcome to episode 33 of the Whatnots Review Show, where each week we pick a story and we talk about it. It could be a movie, TV series, anime, manga, comic book, audio show, all co- all sorts of entertainment. Exactly. I tried to say kinds and sorts at the same time. All courts. All courts. All, all courts, courts of, of stories. <laughs> we will watch it, we will read it, we will listen to it, and then we will come here and discuss it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by my co-captain, Kyle Springer. How are you today, Kyle? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. Last night, I went to a a play that was an immersive production of Macbeth, where we all parked somewhere, and then a school bus came and picked us up, and it took us to an old Catholic church that had been turned into a skate park. That had been turned into the set for Macbeth. I was going to say, that sounds about ac- 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 accurate for Macbeth. Like, yeah, skate park. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Catholic skate park. The classic it's, Scottish Highland castle aesthetic. It's not Shakespeare in the park. It's Shakespeare in the skate park. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it's an immersive production. So you're just like walking around and like the cast is like walking around in between you. And you're just like in it. And they'll, like, grab your yeah. shoulders and, like, look into your eyes and they'll, like, wave the knife towards you so you gotta watch out for, like, the fake <laughs> blood splatter. That's it was awesome. really cool. Sounds fun. I, I did nothing of this sort <laughs> uh, this, this weekend. Uh, yesterday, I cleaned up most of, my t- most of the day, but that's really boring. Productive, though. I wish I so. had time to clean. <laughs> One day, you'll yes. get there the dream sounds good uh what are we talking about this week this week we are talking about something that was brand new to both of us i just went out there and googled best workplace anime and i found this (laughs) and it is called watakoi love is hard for otaku this is a 2018 anime series by a studio called a1 pictures who i'm not familiar with but i imagine otaku may be familiar with so i thought i would I, mention it i feel like i've heard of of them recently i know they do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. keep, keep talking and i will look them up yeah and see what they've done here yep this is a really recent show this just came out this finished in june so i think this might be like one of the quickest turns arounds we've had well no we watched dragon prince like immediately after it was out but that's true. Yeah, normally we're not that timely about stuff, so it was kind of <laughs> neat to see something fresh from this year where they're referencing, like, the Nintendo Switch and Splatoon and stuff yeah. like that. And Pokemon Go. Like, yeah. And stuff like that. The synopsis of the show is that there is this woman named Narumi who has had every boyfriend she's ever had dump her because they found out she was an otaku. Particularly, she's a giant yaoi otaku, and she draws boys love comics. Yep. And so, she used to change jobs. Like, she was dating a guy at her old company, and then they broke up, and she's like, I can't be here anymore. So she goes to a new company, and when she's there, she runs into an old, like, childhood school friend of hers. This is Hirotaka. And he's a giant nerd also. He's a video gamer. And so he knows her secret. And she's like, you can't tell anyone I'm a huge otaku. And he's like, okay, I won't tell anyone. But 
It's if not a big deal, but yeah. sure. <laughs> it's like if you're worried about like not being able to find a boyfriend, you could just date me. Like I already know your secret and I still like you. So it's about their relationship and also their two superiors at work are also giant otaku who are dating each other and it's just about love and nerddom. Yes. Exactly. It's it's a pretty funny show. I did look up A1 Pictures mm -hmm. anime, uh, and apparently some of the other stuff they have d -d 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 done is actually very popular stuff. Mm. Uh, Sword Art on la -la 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 oh. Online, uh, Fairy Tale, uh, Black Butler, Your Lie in April, Blue Exorcist. There's a whole bunch of stuff. I've heard so. of all of those, and I don't know that many animes. They must be huge. Yes, so very well-known studio. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But yeah, it's this is a good, uh, I mean, obviously it's a rom-com mm -hmm. type of thing. It's very light-hearted um, and just kind of about the, the, I'm looking for the right word. I was about to say int intricacies, <laughs> but I don't know if that's the right word because it's not necessarily intricate. Yeah. Uh. But just all the ins and outs of the anxieties and the worries of someone who is a complete dork uh -huh. uh, might go through through when uh, when trying to find love. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Kyle. I know this isn't like you're not a rom com person like I am. What did you think about this show? Like, what are your general impressions? Yeah, not necessarily <laughs> for me. Um, it 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 was pretty funny though. Um, I I'm definitely more into very like character heavy mm -hmm. stories. Um, and well, I I think this hints at that because it it is about the nature of their relationships mm -hmm. and what they're worried about and stuff like that. I I felt like this kind of played it safe. And and only told us like the surface level stuff. Yeah. And just kind of moved on to their next not skit, but just like, <laughs> hey, let's you know, there's the, let's worry about uh the uh, well, this nerd likes one thing and that nerd likes another thing. Are they com compatible because mm -hmm. they like different things? <laughs> and then the next one is like, well, now they have friends who like even more different things. How do they deal with that? Um. And, like, some of that stuff, because they, they got into, like, social anxiety mm -hmm. and not wanting to, like, talk to people in real life or feeling like what you like is more taboo or, uh, you know, stuff like that. And that can actually be a fairly reasonable concern of just yeah. like, hey, I hope this person likes what I like or likes my interests or doesn't hate me because I like this stuff, you mm -hmm. know. Or didn't think I'm weird or stupid or you know, um, but but yeah, I, I, I to to me I think it it was overall really good. It was really fun to watch, but it was fairly surfacey for the most part. Yeah, it's real light, fluffy slice of life sort of stuff. Not like there isn't like, well-rounded characters, it's just that they don't go deep. Like, there's not really that much of an arc from the beginning to the end, Question except for, for like, you. within the relationships themselves. So, 
I know it's been out long enough that I probably could spoil it. I'm uh-huh. not, uh, not, not what we're talking about here. Uh, but have you seen the most recent Thor movie, Thor three? Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it, but a lot of people absolutely love that movie, and they uh-huh. think it's the best Marvel one. Hmm. I don't think it's the best. I think it's really fantastic, but one of the problems I had with that movie is they had these really like emotional moments that were then interrupted by these like jokes and stuff like that, and it, it just felt like it was the inappropriate it, it was mm-hmm. an inappropriate time to tell that j- joke. Mm-hmm. Like if if you had just waited thirty seconds, <laughs> you know, to to let me get that emotional beat, uh, or vice versa too. They told a fantastic j- joke, but then immediately after, they're trying to get me into some kind of emotional state, and it's just like I I'm I'm still laughing. Like hold hold on, <laughs> let, let me slow down. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I felt like this one was not to the same extent, but they, like they, they did have those emotional moments in, in, in there and those like smaller character moments, but then it just kind of got swept away very quickly (laughs) and vice versa. I think Nup spent too much time on this, like before we've even gotten into our like housekeeping and spoiler break, but. I think it really worked for me, like, the way they balanced everything. First of all, I was expecting, like, a rom-com, but this was more calm than rom, even. Like, this is a really funny show, like, more than I was expecting. (laughs) Yeah, I'm willing to bet if you're into comics or video Mm -hmm. games or whatever, even in the slightest... This might be something you would want to check out just because of how funny it is. Yeah. Um, there is some romance stuff in, in there, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not heavy handed. Yeah. You know? And I kind of liked how much joking there was because that is what you will do with a boyfriend or girlfriend or like a new friend you are making in your social circle. Like you'll have these tender moments and then you'll find something to like laugh about. Like. What audience do you think this is for? Like, what age range? Me? The audience is me? <laughs> like, the main character... You char- specifically, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> the main character is a 26-year-old office woman, and I am a 28-year-old office woman. So, yes, I think, like, mid-20s to, like, you know, 30s age. Just, like, folks. Just folks out there that have gotten enough experience in life under their belt that they have lived and grown and they don't have a lot of confidence but they feel like if they were in the right circumstance they could have confidence this is very specific this isn't like the nielsen (laughs) breakdown of 18 to 25 year old middle class males let's let's psychoanalyze (laughs) melissa here while she picked the show (laughs) i i I guess I'm the one that picked the sh- the, the <laughs> show. You so what does that say about me? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I would suggest this to. I think a lot of different ages. Like it's not that heavy on like the work stuff. So if you're like a teen and you've never been in an office, yeah, like, it's fine for you. Like, I would you... go younger and say yeah. like more 
teenage stuff. That's very much the age you're figuring out what you like and what you don't like. And it's very much the time, hey, is it cool to like this? Is it okay if I like this? What will other people think of me? And, you know, here's here's these people that are just slightly older than that, you know, dealing with all of that and realizing, hey, it's perfectly fine to like whatever you like. That's a-okay. You don't need to hide that, you know. You don't need to think you're strange because you like like gay romance novels or <laughs> or video games and that's all you do you don't like talking and interacting with people mm-hmm. you know so that's fine yeah yeah i think it is a good show for like younger people and also like the people up through like your mid 30s where like maybe you're still just trying to figure out dating and Young trying to figure out like yeah like, is there a person out there for me? Maybe there is. Okay. But I think we've done enough about this show up top, and it's time okay. for a little housekeeping break. Yes, housekeeping. Let me pull up L housekeeping. <laughs> um, first and foremost, go follow us on YouTube and Twitch. We could absolutely use your guys' mm-hmm. help. I think we've just reached 30, fo- 30 subscribers on YouTube. Hooray! Which is a very small and humble amount so thank you guys for that we're hoping to reach 50 though so go spread the word please if you have not uh subscribed to our channel yet please go do so twitch we are shortly behind that we're i think low to mid 20s on twitch so you guys can follow us on twitch at twitch.tv slash uh -hmm. the whatnots i my mind just completely blanked there um (laughs) Or you can watch on our website at thewhatnots.com slash live streams. Mm-hmm. Uh, iTunes reviews also help as well. And we just recorded a new episode of the Captain's yes. Log a couple days ago. Uh, so by the time this goes live to the public, uh, the that episode of the Captain's Log will also be live. You can search for the Whatnots podcast on iTunes or whatever, and it will pop up as well. Uh, but Melissa, you got to join I did. us. We had a fun conversation episode. Yeah, we talked about everything from comic conventions to this ethereal department yes, store that you ethereal. went to, <laughs> and our favorite customers. <laughs> <laughs> so that was good. Go check that out. It's one of the other podcasts that we do here at the Whatnots, uh, and that was a lot of fun. But that's housekeeping. Yeah. Uh, if you had to recommend something else to someone, what what might you re- recommend? If they liked this thing, uh, what else might they like? Is there another rom-com that you know of that might be along the same lines? Oh, I'm having trouble thinking of something. I think because I just liked this so much, like I was so engaged with this and I related to it so much. Like if you like this, you might also try Melissa, the woman. <laughs> I didn't. Uh and I think the only other like rom-com anime I've seen because I'm still catching up on animes from when I was like a teenager. And uh-huh. I was mostly watching, like, what's on Toonami? What's on Adult Swim? The, the, like, the last anime I caught up with before this was um, the club one. Or on High School Host Club. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Which is a very different type of rom-com. It's more of, like, <laughs> the 
harem yeah. style. It doesn't have that kind of like nerdy social focus of the show, but that one's also very cute. Okay. Yeah. It's also a hard one for me to recommend yeah. ones. Um I the I I I guess the one that kind of comes to mind is one we actually did an episode on, um, which is the Kids on the Slope. Yes. Which is not so much about being nerdy, isn't really a rom-com per mm-hmm. se, but there is a little bit of romance. Yeah. There is a little bit of comedy. It's about good friendship. Um, but I, I, I think if you liked this show, you might also be interested in that to an extent. And I don't have another recommendation, but I do, before we hit the spoiler break, there's something I have to bring up because I never thought I would have an instance to talk about this thing. This is one of my favorite little tidbits about, like, weird modern Japanese culture, and I'm so excited I get to share it. Have you heard about the party barrel? The party barrel. Okay. All right. No. <laughs> there's like there's an episode of the show that takes place around Christmas time and I think we see like one of the characters like having like this chicken and salad and cake dinner. Yeah. Which is what a party barrel is. Okay. So since western culture started coming over to Japan throughout the 20th century and like they kind of took on Christmas as a holiday over there not for like so much the religious reasons, mostly just cuz it's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh and it gets associated with a lot of other Western culture. And okay. the big meal for Japanese Christmas is KFC. KFC is big over in Japan. Okay, and now I think KFC... I know what you mean by party bucket. <laughs> yes, no, they call it a party barrel. It's not a bucket, it's a barrel, Kyle. And the party <laughs> barrel is the specific Japanese KFC meal package that is a bucket of fried chicken, like a big salad, and this little, like, 10-inch around, like, frosted chocolate cake. That's the party barrel. And this is such a big deal. Like, that is the family tradition over there. So you have to have a party barrel, or it's not really Christmas time. So people will get on the waiting list for a party barrel at KFC two That's months amazing. in advance. And they are, like, camped outside of the KFC on, like, Christmas Eve at, like, <laughs> Eight in the morning, like I have to bring the party barrel home to my family. <laughs> so <laughs> Jesus I died we... for the party barrel. <laughs> <laughs> he was born for the party barrel. Exactly. So I don't have like another show to recommend so much as just please go look up the party barrel because it's one of the things out there on Earth that go, makes me just the happiest. Go get you some KFC this holiday yeah. season. <laughs> yes, get your own. They are party not a sponsor. Barrel. No. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to get that out of the way so that even if you haven't watched the show, you know about the party barrel now, because I'd love to pass that knowledge on to others. There, there you go. Now <laughs> that you know about the party barrel, let's get into some spoilers and yes. stuff, though. Uh, let's start diving in and talking about this a little bit more in depth. Yeah. Uh, Melissa, where do you want to start? Ooh. I... I am interested in your view on this as a gamer, because I'm a nerd for a lot of things, but gaming isn't one of them. So I'm curious what you it's... thought about that aspect of it. So so for me, the show was really interesting because mm-hmm. I probably most likely 
definitely could be described as in otaku. Uh, <laughs> I'm a huge comic book nerd. I'm a mm-hmm. video gamer. Uh, I basically work and then come home and lay in my bed and watch TV and read comics and do all mm-hmm. of, the, of that stuff. But I've also never, like, I don't really have social anxiety. Mm-hmm. I've never really felt like a loner or weird because i like this stuff i've always been very confident and be like hey this is me this is what i like and i don't really care um and and so it's 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 weird to me to 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 see a lot of of this stuff and be like yes i know it and i understand it also that's not me though (laughs) because i mean just this whole idea of being a nerd even here in america like that used to be a bad thing right Mm -hmm. that that absolutely used to be something you wanted to like i hope no one finds out that i play dungeons and dragons i'm gonna get (laughs) stuffed in a locker you know Um, and i like that's now not the case and it's almost weird if you don't like that stuff if you yeah. haven't seen Star Wars if you haven't seen all the Marvel movies or at least read some of the comics you know to mm-hmm. find out more inf- information um I, yeah i mean it it's it, the tables have almost t- turned and at the same time there like there is still a little bit of that that taboo like there's the mainstream acceptability but then there's like me who like i have five full long boxes of single issues of comics i'm like about a third of my way in a sixth one i have a bookshelf that is literally all graphic novels mm-hmm. i have my street sharks action figures on another <laughs> bookshelf right next to Good. batman the a- a- animated series dvds yeah like i like i'm there's still stuff that i know about and talk about regularly that like that that mainstream level of what is now like acceptable nerd still doesn't know about or like yeah. would be like what a fucking dork <laughs> Kyle no one likes you go away <laughs> yeah and like oh, guys fine. they're 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 these kids that got turned into sharks street <laughs> sharks wait a minute uh, those kids got turned into sharks i thought they were just always sharks i barely no, remember this when sharks. i was a kid this was like when it, it was popular to do knockoffs of teenage mutant ninja turtles those <laughs> sharks looked like adults to me like as near as i could tell i'm like that's not a juvenile shark that is an adult shark They're see look jossing. he looks like he's like 32 years old yeah they were like teenage brothers that all got turned in into these sharks and they had to fight dr piranha dr piranha <laughs> amazing um but yeah like it's it's so weird to 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 see how like where it is in america now mm-hmm. and when i think of japan like i i i I mean, maybe I'm stereotyping them and I'm talking out of my ass because I'm pasty McPale white guy and who's <laughs> never been to Japan. Uh, but I like I imagine their culture is so much more steeped in all of this. Mm-hmm. That's why manga and anime are such a big thing in their culture. We have that Hollywood studio like movies system, but they don't have the space for that. Yeah. Which is why animation has p- 
picked up, right? Because you don't need all of that space to make a, a fantasy story. You know, you mm-hmm. don't need this, that you, you don't need to actually pay for all those pyrotechnics to, to make big explosions. You can just have someone draw it and they can <laughs> sit at a desk, yeah. and, you know, and, and they can still do all of that stuff. So there's a line in there where she's questioning like, uh, sorry, I'm going on. No, it's fine. I'm being big rant here. Um, but there's a line in there where she's kind of questioning, like, maybe I should give up being in otaku and just be mm-hmm. a normal person and watch normal anime and read normal manga. <laughs> and, 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 like, yes. And, it, it was just like, but you're still doing the same thing. You're still watching anime and reading manga. <laughs> like, it's not. Uh, it's like for them it's it's more so about the genres and what's in the story and mm-hmm. that's what makes you in otaku or I, mm-hmm. I, I i guess even like how you act about yeah. it yeah yeah right because again they they do have so much more anime or manga it is so much more mainstream and in their culture that's like i i could go home and watch uh like family guy or Brooklyn Nine Nine, or mm-hmm. you, you know something, and that's considered like normal TV shows, yeah. right? Whereas if I go home and I watch, uh, if I watch Dragon Ball Z, people are gonna be like, "You dork! What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, but guys, they need to find the Dragon Balls. Come on. If they get all seven of them, they can bring Goku back to life again. Again. And <laughs> maybe if they just leave Yamcha out, he won't die. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, it's, 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 it's so strange for me to see that. But that doesn't necessarily answer your question, per se. <laughs> I no, went on this, this big, like, val- five-minute-long rant and just completely ignored your question. <laughs> question no i mean it's i'm 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 not a like multiplayer online video mm -hmm. gamer i like single player stories and stuff like that yeah um so i guess in that sense i did it like that does kind of close me off in the sense like i'm i'm gonna go home and play a single video game and not talk to anyone and not sleep or eat for an entire weekend and i'm just gonna beat assassin's creed or i'm you know i'm i'm just gonna do something like that so that scene where she walks in on him and he's like (laughs) passed out because he hasn't eaten or slept it's like i yeah i've kind of done that (laughs) one thing i was wondering was that Okay, so that game they keep playing. I can the tell the hmm? monsters. Sort of, yeah, yeah, we're like, like you the know, the dragon and he's yeah. fighting that one. Yeah. Monster Hunter. Like, okay, cuz I can I could tell like okay, this fits within what I know about Japanese RPGs, but I can't tell if this is supposed to be a specific parody of something. Maybe Kyle it knows was oh, Monster Hunter. It's that. Uh, See, which is not you. a game that I play, uh, but it's it's one that I know. And Monster Hunter World was their most recent one, and that was a very very popular one. So, see, this is why like you and I have got these like complimentary nerd dumps because like when they go to the <laughs> theme park, I'm like, this isn't just a theme park. This is Tokyo Disney Sea, 
This is Tokyo I, I Disneyland. Totally wouldn't have known See, that. This is mine. <laughs> I love Disney parks, so that episode delighted me because they're not just going to. I wonder a if Belinda haunted... would have caught that because she's also a big Disney Disney fan. I think so. I think so because, like, okay, the ride they are going to, the actual like ghosts and pumpkins all jump out and stuff. That's not really what the haunted mansion is like. But this is supposed to be their equivalent of the Haunted Mansion and the vehicles they get in. Those ride vehicles are exactly, exactly the Haunted the Mansion Doom buggies. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's something I can pick up on. Like, that's my nerddom right there. I'm like, oh, they've got the Doom buggies. They've got, like, all the different flavored churros. There's the rock features in the lakes of Tokyo Disney yep. Sea. And, like, that's something, like, my boyfriend would have to get into with me like okay i'm planning the big vacation this year it's disney world like <laughs> we you, went to disney world on. last year but that was the one in paris come on <laughs> i'm not going to disney world paris oh i still would but not before i've thoroughly covered all the other parks see <laughs> see <laughs> there's a because we to went them. to all those the years before <laughs> tokyo disney sea is at the top disneyland paris is at the bottom there you go. Now you know, folks. <laughs> P- priorities. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about, uh, the, I guess, other couple. Yes. That was with them because I, I really liked them too. I think yeah. they were my favorite characters. Yeah. This is um, uh Koyanagi and Kabakura. Yes. Because, uh, again, I am t- terrible with names, so I was just going to be like, the other people. Yeah, I think this is something that has happened to me as I've gotten older. And, like, they, like this is a fact. Like, kids pick up languages easier. Like, that's why they tell you, okay, when your kid's in kindergarten, like, start them on Spanish lessons. Well, I, I feel like I'm... when I was... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, I feel like when I was, like, 12, 13 years old, I could remember all these Japanese names. And now it is, like an effort like i have to write it down or else i completely forget what it is it's not just japanese names for me though it's everyone's name like (laughs) i I don't get i've there i I don't know anyone in my office i mean like (gasps) i know them i've met them and i know the names of the ones that i actually work with but there's people around me who i see and i say hi to and i have no idea what the fuck their names are and i know they've (laughs) they've told me and I know if I really wanted to, I could go look at their like name tag on their 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 cubicle, but mm-hmm. I just I I can't be bothered. <laughs> and, and, and like and and they'll they'll intru- they'll introduce themselves. They'll be like, "Hi, I'm Tom." I'm like, "Oh, hi, hey Tom, nice to nice to meet you." And I, I sit down like two seconds after and i'm like i have no idea what they just told me tyler i'm glad to meet my new friend tyler did it it start with a k (laughs) i i I, yeah i'm 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 just awful with names um Mm -hmm. so i liked the other couple yes Um, yes the uh the green one and the orange one (laughs) the green and the orange one it's like power (laughs) rangers um no but like i I I liked how they like they they weren't necessarily as concerned about hiding what they do. Yeah. But just 
no one really knew what they did. It was just like mm-hmm. your work life is separated from your personal life, which mm-hmm. is uh, like there's the the scene I think in episode one when the main character like sees the photo of the cosplayer on yeah. on, and they're like, "Oh my god, I love that c- c- cosplayer!" And she goes, "Oh my god, you liked my photo?" She's like. <laughs> That's Get the you? fuck out of here! Like, <laughs> what the? That was you. Like, I loved that. See, I was looking for something that was more office based. Like that was my theme last week, like work life uh-huh. stuff. And I was, I actually like I didn't miss it. Like they're barely at the office. Like I have no idea what any of these people actually even do, and it doesn't matter, and you don't miss it. But I did like that element of. Is anybody else here a nerd? How am I going to find out? And, like, you're yeah. just looking for clues. Because, <laughs> like, I've been there. I've done that. Like, just sitting around, like, you look like you play video games. But, like, how can I tell? And it's, yeah, I mean, I I guess from what I've been told in anime and manga and stuff, right? Like, Japanese culture is very much like, hey, if you work for a company, like your life is this company, like you you do all the work and then you go home and maybe you'll have some some time to yourself. At the same time, like I mentioned before, kind of everyone watches anime, everyone reads manga, like that's what they do there. Cosplay just seems normal. Yeah. The hair. So like I it, it was kind of one of those things like I I didn't feel like she was hiding the fact that she did mm-hmm. that, but it it was it was just it was so separated from like hey, this is what I enjoy when I'm not here yeah. at the thing, you know. Like the the main character, again, I have to like consult the notes. Uh Narumi, she like has this thing that she's trying to hide. Like, she wants to just burst with all of this information and all of this excitement, and she has to keep it bottled in. And the other three main cast members are like, yeah, we like that thing. We love that thing. We just don't feel that same drive to constantly talk about it. Like, we're not, like, you know, a a cap on a stopper. Like, we're not, like, foaming over, like, boiling over just, like, with excitement to talk about the thing. And it's about her, like, I guess just trying to, like, even out almost and then like find the moments where like her and her boss do get to just freak out about the same thing which were some of my favorite moments in the show where it's the two of them just nerding out about stuff like i think the funniest sequence in the series is that episode where the guys go out to dinner with like two other bland pretty much faceless guys at the office (laughs) and they're talking about like which girls at the office do you think are cute and then the two girls go out to dinner, and they're talking about like all their slash fan fiction. <laughs> whose whose b- b- boyfriend would be the top, and whose would be the bottom? <laughs> and it's this like long, aggressive, screaming fight in the middle of what looks like a normal restaurant. 
They're yeah. in like a Denny's or something, yelling about whose boyfriend is handsome enough to be and on like, top. Did did you notice that people were looking at them? And oh stuff? yeah! So they were yeah. obviously having that conversation, speaking really loudly. Yeah. Not, not just be like, well, I mean, I I guess he could, you know, and in just that real hushed, no. quiet voice it was like, no, my boyfriend would be <laughs> the top. Yours would be the fucking bottom. Get used to it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, uh, Hirotaka's little brother, like, this innocent, like, 19, 20-year-old, like, college kid. It's, like, big, wide eyes. This is sweet little boy. He, you find out later, like, he was there and he overheard them and he just hears her saying, like, my boyfriend is the top. And I think he just thinks, like... Oh, you think he's the best. You like him a lot. Like he <laughs> he misses the context entirely. Yeah, cuz he's he's like not a nerd, but at the same time he's also the character that is that like that the 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 fans harvest. He's the innocent one. And oh yeah. look, here's here's someone else who's almost similar to to him. What if they have some romantic yeah. thing happening? Yeah. You know, and it's it's the like it's the young boys love thing. But then there's the thing of like is the per- per- person he's flirting with a boy or a girl? No, we don't really yeah, know. She, yeah, she's a girl, but she's just like got like real short hair and she wears like yeah. these big baggy like kind of masculine shirts and sweaters so like i think the other people like the other kids at their school know she's a girl but i don't think now he, I, I, yeah, like, I it's don't not think clear he, does. If he knows yeah. and it doesn't seem to matter to him it's very sweet yeah um, while we're talking about the restaurant scene i think that has like my favorite bit in the series which is when uh, Narumi has told uh, Koyanagi about this anime or this manga she wants her to watch or read. And Koyanagi's yeah. like, oh yeah, I read through the whole thing. She's like, I really loved like the hero and the rival relationship, and here Just, Narumi's like, uh, you you like the opposite <laughs> pairing of me. And it's just like, they have this like face-off where they're like, will we ever talk together as friends? Not in this lifetime. <laughs> It's like, how can you betray me like this? <laughs> <laughs> There's so much of this show felt like, like I said, I related to it. Like, oh, that's a feeling you have. Like, oh, you like that couple? I like the other couple on the show. I've got the different ship. And, like, these are real and, like, consistent emotions throughout a nerd's life. And I don't really see these represented anywhere. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, that That part was really funny. What else did I, 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 we, I mentioned the p- p- part where she walks in on him passed out. Yeah. You know, that one was really funny. There was another one, though. I'm trying to think of it. Uh, I had it just a minute ago, mm-hmm. and then my mind went blank. Um, it is when they are, god damn it. What am, what am I thinking of, Melissa? Uh, like another cute nerd moment? Is that it? Kind of. I mean, that's the whole show, but it was <laughs> yeah, it was another it. funny moment. Um, God damn it. What was it? It was, oh, it was when uh, it's like that Saturday morning when uh, the green-haired girl and her mm. boyfriend are both writing and she finally yes. gets him to to, to, to read the 
the erotic manga and he's like this is he's like this is gonna be terrible it's it's gonna be the worst i am not interested in this in the slightest and then afterwards he's like oh my god it was so good (laughs) (laughs) or like earlier in the series when hero talk is making fun of narumi for like watching sailor moon on her phone during like breaks at work and like crying in the middle of the office and then she gets she like hands him the other earbud and later cuts back and he's crying too yeah (laughs) (laughs) which this might be blasphemy but have you seen the like the old sailor moon cartoons recently oh no i've been wanting to like check them out and like see a couple bad they're yeah, kind of re- really bad. They don't hold up. <laughs> well, were you Dude, watching so the bad. dubs or the subs? Just, I, I've, I've seen b- 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 both of them, mm. but it's, 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 it's just so old. It's yeah. just so old. <laughs> I think I want to watch a couple of the old Sailor Moons for like nostalgic reasons, and like I've never, like I know how the original Japanese storyline is, but I haven't actually watched it firsthand, yeah. and like. I want to check it out. Like, I want to actually see Neptune and Uranus be girlfriends instead of cousins. Because I, yeah, because <laughs> I, uh, I, I went back and I watched a whole bunch of shows on Toonami, uh, mm-hmm. and I ended up making a Toonami beat tape. Um, I, I, I used to make some music. And so I was looking for samples and stuff. And I went back and I watched everything from Dragon Ball Z to Gundam to Tenchi Muyo to like all of that stuff Um, and I started watching Sailor Moon and there's like the those like three seasons and I watched that first one and I was just like I can't go on I I can't continue with this did you even get to where all the Sailor Scouts were collected because I remember it took forever like the pacing was so weird like okay here's Sailor Moon and a couple of her normal non-superpowered school friends and we're gonna add on like here's mercury okay it was whatever that first show is that first it took him too long to get the team together okay (laughs) yeah um which i mean that like its story had an arc and it wrapped up but it was it was one of those things it's like oh my god the voice acting in this is really bad yes that's true subs in this like uh, the subs are better i understand the story more 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 more, but it's still just like oh my god this is not what i remembered it to be i'm just gonna sit here with my memory of that instead (laughs) because i i don't want to ruin it for myself Mm -hmm. um but yeah that was good briefly about the actual romance because i think we've talked enough about like the nerdy stuff yes and I think this was a really effective romance because it is, like, like, it's exactly what I would want to hear. Like, when he says, I will wait for you after you work really long hours. I'm like, that's me. He's so matter-of-fact about it, though. He's just like, I'll wait (laughs) for you after long hours if you are slow and you're not done yet. Uh (laughs) But, like, it's, it's, even if he is staying it with that, like, real flat, affect like it's still the words you want to hear and he's just so like supportive like yeah i if you want to go get an autograph from one of your favorite comic artists i will sit there and watch your art booth at this comic con we're going to and like 
I will, you know, I'll, I'll watch your favorite you voice actor. You just reminded me of, of, of that scene when he's working the booth and there's the <laughs> guy that comes up that thinks he's the actual author. So he's like creepily touching him and stuff like that. <laughs> he's, I think Hirotaka was so sweet. And like, even if he isn't like real high on charm or anything like that, like, I get it. I get why he he's... is like a... Ernest. Yes, yes, and he fills what you need that boyfriend to fill. Like he's like, I am here to support you. When you want me there, I will be there. I will do that thing you like with you. Like he says, I like seeing you do the things you love, which is so simple, but that means so much to just have somebody yeah. who's like, even if it's not my thing, I will try to engage with it. And if I can't engage with it, I'm engaged with your relationship with it like that's such a good yeah. important building block and it just hits me like oh that's what i want exactly i <laughs> okay so story t- t- time with kyle yes. i uh this was a while ago i matched with this girl on tinder mm-hmm. and or on okay cupid or something and uh she was really into horror stuff which is not my favorite type of Mm-mm. thing, and we had t- talked about that. Like, it's not my c- cup of tea. I like it. I get scared at, at, out of my mind, and I just don't find that fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but she was like, ooh, I don't know if I can be with someone who doesn't like horror. And <laughs> I, was, I, 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 I was like, oh, it's not like I'm not ever going to watch it. Like, I would totally watch it w- with with you and, like, go to these horror conventions that you've mentioned and stuff like that like that would be totally fun you know and then and she was like yeah that's not gonna work uh (laughs) i i just if you're not gonna be into it then i'm like but i just told you i was gonna be like i was like what i just i just told you i would support you in 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 in, in, in so you don't want someone who support i was so confused i was like what Uh Okay, have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I I don't know if I could date somebody who's like, I don't get what a podcast is. Like, I mean, it's it's like, it's it's one thing to be like, I hate it. I I'm Mm -hmm. not going to engage with this at all because no one wants that. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, well, if you don't if you don't even have the slightest bit of interest in the stuff that I like, then are you really interested in me? But at Mm -hmm. the same time, I know you don't have to like it. Just Mm -hmm. because I play video games doesn't mean that my partner necessarily needs to (laughs) play video games. She just needs to respect that I like this and know that I enjoy it. And if I'm excited about it, be supportive in some way, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's really all that's important. Like, you don't have to... At least learn why I like it so that you understand. And then mm-hmm. that's fine. You can go off and do whatever you want and make fun of me for not sleeping and not <laughs> eating until <laughs> I beat this next video game. You know? Yeah, like you, know, like, you don't have to read the same books I like, but it, you at least don't tell me, hey, shut up about the wizards already. <laughs> hey, fucking dork, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I like the romance. And one of my favorite, another thing I really loved was this little 
like joke, this sweet little joke that does not get commented on. And it's when I think it's like the first time she goes over to his apartment mm-hmm. and she thinks they're going to get like action packed. And she thinks he's like Hot leaning nitty. over to. Yeah, yeah. He thinks she thinks he's going to lean over and like kiss her. And she's freaking out. She's like, just wait till they're pink. Yeah, she's like, what color are my underwear? Like, am I wearing cute enough underwear? And she remembers they're beige ones today. And she thinks he's going to kiss her. And she says, let's wait till it's pink. Let's wait until I have cute underwear on. And he's like, just reaching past her to like, pick up some game controllers. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I just have the white ones. I don't know if they come in pink. pink. (laughs) <laughs> and later, episodes later, they are playing games over at his apartment, and he has gotten a pink Wiimote, and yep. it's not said a word about it. But that thing, it's so funny, Amazing. and it's so sweet. Like, that is the kind of boyfriend he is, and that is the kind of boyfriend you would want. Well, that that, that scene is fantastic, because she's thinking about her underwear before she goes there, too. Yeah, like, it, yeah. it comes up, she goes, like all day. I, yeah, and she's like... I don't even remember, like, what underwear I'm wearing. But she also doesn't think to check and just, yes. like, look down and be like, yep, nope, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but she she can't remember. And then it's in the moment when she thinks she's about to get kissed. She goes, oh, God, they're beige. Wait till they're pink. Good God, yes, wait till yes. they're pink. <laughs> and, like, I feel this. Like, I feel that for reals, like... I want to always be wearing my cutest underwear when I'm going to go see a boy. It's real. Yeah. (laughs) Another thing that is real. Kyle, surprise. I want to talk about boobs again. Go for it. Boobs are fantastic. (laughs) Yes. That was like the the first big joke of the the show. Mm -hmm. She gets to her office and she she meets, uh, what's her name with the green hair? She goes, oh my God, her boobs are huge. Yes. (laughs) But I like that her boobs are huge for, like, plot and character reasons. Because she cosplays male characters. So it's just sort of showing you, like, oh, you really have to buy, like, special clothing and, like, really work at it. And, like, be uncomfortable all day. Like, you go through all of that because you love cosplaying those characters so much. Like, it's a real testament to her and like how much she's into this stuff and then (laughs) uh narumi being so embarrassed about like her flat chest and like she goes into hirotaka's room and he's got like a couple anime figurines and like when she thinks they're gonna like get romantic she turns all of them (laughs) to face the wall so that he can't see their big boobs compared to hers (laughs) amazing it's like there's so many jokes out there about like penis envy but uh, there's not a lot about the other side of it which is just cleavage envy which is real it's it's in a lot of anime too it like that that's a i guess like a stereotypical joke I guess so. so. Or, or not not necessarily a joke, but yeah, there's usually some kind of character with really big tits. And mm-hmm, that j- mm-hmm. just, they get commented on or <laughs> ogled at. Speaking of my time when I went back to watch all of those, those Toonami cartoons, uh-huh. I watched Zoids. Zoids? Yes. 
Zoids was fantastic show. Uh, I don't remember if it was in season one or season two or something, but there's a scene when uh, two of the characters are interacting. One is an older man and one is a young, beautiful woman. And uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. she she's she doesn't have necessarily like big boobs or anything, but she she's fairly busty. And mm-hmm. I I think there's a scene when she has to like lift up the old man to like get him out of this m- machine and set him dead down, and she <laughs> she sets him down like right in fr- in front of her. So his face is like right there, like right in, like right in her ch- her her chest, and I'm sure they e- edited that scene when it was on Toonami because I I had to pause it and rewind because I saw something and I was like, oh my god, D- that was sub- like that was almost subliminal. Like I need to. G- back and make sure that was actually in there so i did i rewinded <laughs> it and went like frame by frame there's a like a split second when his when his eyes turn to hearts and, and, and it's just like it's just super fast and it, i was just like whoa wait what did i see that right and I was like, oh my God. this is a kid's show you guys oh i like, didn't know all of this was in zoids it's in zoids of all zoids. the shows <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd boys. like. I like the Koyanagi's. Like, I feel like a big boobed character may usually go one of two ways: like the real sex pot, or like, oh, I have big boobs. <laughs> I'm innocent, and I didn't notice. And she's just like normal. She's Oops, like, yeah, did I knock something down. Whoops! <laughs> but she's just like, ah, oh, I have them. Like, she doesn't care about them. Like, she yeah. doesn't like play them up, play them down. They're just normal for her. And, like, the guys at the office, like, those two, like, faceless guys, like, the guys go out to beer with, like, they kind of joke about him, but for the most part, like, I feel like this was boob stuff from Narumi's perspective. Like, ah, look at her with her chest, just like, I bet it gets all, like, bouncy and jiggly and great and mine doesn't, and I feel like (laughs) This was, like, this female, like, this other female point of view on the boobs. Do you kind of get what I'm talking about? Yeah, well, I mean, it's yeah. it's it's the it's the thing that the, like, anime titties is, like, <laughs> a stereotype because mm-hmm. guys like that. Yeah. And so, like, here she is with this really small chest and she's just like, guys would like me more if I had bigger boobs sucks that i don't yeah yeah and it's which is a very real feeling i feel like i haven't seen in a lot of stuff like i wish i could do that and like it resonates with me and like things in my life like i went to a wedding a couple weeks ago and i get all dressed up and i'm like i look cute and i get to the wedding and i see the other women there and i'm like oh no they look elegant and i look cute ah shit i'm underdressed and, like, I went to that production of Macbeth last night, and, like, they have the hottest Lady Macbeth, and I'm just, like, I want to do what she does. I want to be that. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that I just haven't seen a lot of instances of a woman looking at another woman, like, how do I, how do I, all of that, how do I be that, how do I do that, why can't I do that, how do I get there? 
I mean, I, again, I'm not a woman, so I, I can't really relate, but I, I also feel like that's kind of in, ingrained in our culture, mm-hmm. too, of just like, hey, here's the magazine hot knit. Like, here is what, like, is conventionally beautiful. Here's what you should aspire to be like. And that's not necessarily the most realistic thing. And it's yeah. the same thing with this anime, too. Sure, it might happen from time to time. You might meet someone who's really skinny and has just gigantic boobs. But, like... Some t- like most of the time though, that's not really realistic. Like mm-hmm. that's not, it's not necessarily healthy, or it's not necessarily this or that, or it's fake mm-hmm. or it's photoshopped. It, you, you know, and it's not, it's not necessarily something to aspire towards. Like it's the same thing with guys too. Like when you look at like male models, they're all these like huge hunky beefy dudes. I don't give a shit about it any of that stuff but to me it just looks like that just looks like you can't like you can barely even move like what i don't don't understand like i can touch my elbows can you (laughs) You (laughs) that's what girls really want in a guy elbow touching (laughs) yeah it's like a thigh gap you know (laughs) (laughs) no that's good and i like that and the roomie doesn't overdo it. It's not like she's, like, super jealous or, like, super focused on it. And, like, what can I wear to, like, emphasize my chest? Can I get, like, some cool, like, push-up padded bra? Like, she doesn't take it that far. It's just this quiet, like, oh, oh her boobs are great. I kind of wish mine were like that. Just that sort of wistfulness. Yeah. Um, which I'm... Kind of hope if they do a season two, it's, it looks like they will. Um, yeah. That I kind of want that to be addressed a, a little bit more. Yeah. Because body issues and body dysmorphia is is something that a lot of people deal with. Doesn't matter if you're an otaku mm. or not. Yeah. You, know, you know, like. Uh, and so I, I think for her for her to come to terms with her being in otaku is one thing, but then to, mm-hmm. for her to c- come to terms more with herself and like, okay, this is my b- b- body, this is what I look like, this is how I act, this is how I think, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think seeing more of that stuff develop in season two would be fantastic. Yeah, I think especially like working with the otaku perspective, like maybe her and Koyanagi want to go cosplay something together and Koyanagi will say like, Oh, you're so lucky your chest is so flat and you're like you can yeah. play a male character easier. Yeah, like you don't like have to, to you don't have to tape these down. You don't have to yeah. wrap Yeah. find some good binder, you know, that mm-hmm. that works. Uh so kind of changing subjects. We briefly got on it when you were like, let's talk talk actually about the more romance stuff yeah i, I kind of want to talk about the more serious stuff in, uh-huh. in here the more emotional yeah. moments um because we did mention this does focus a lot on the comedy mm-hmm. um but i think there's a number of good moments within the show that r- i think really shine through yeah um, of of just like hey these characters actually have a little bit of weight to them 
Yeah. For me, I wish there was more of that. Yeah, because when they it do is it, more it is more character focused. I'm like, okay, tell me more about that. Like, if if I can get involved with them and with their little lives, I will absolutely care about them so much more. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and I think when they do it, it is really well done. And this is like. This is fluffy stuff, but it's high quality fluff. It's like, this is the best, the freshest whipped cream with like the lightest hint of vanilla. Like it's the best that it can be. But you are looking at it like, is there any cake under this whipped cream? Like, is there more there? And you know, when you started talking about the serious stuff, like the first thing that came to my mind is like the end of the theme park date where yeah. um, Hirotaka is looking at Narumi and he's like, oh, she went out there and like, She's dated people like she's like loved and lived and been through heartbreaks and like grown into somebody. And I've never really dated. I've never really tried. So like I've barely grown compared to her. And there's a shot of like he's looking at her like she's the woman well, he she had is this... and he's a little boy. Well, he had this this line earlier on in the show where he's like, I basically just want to be a child. Yeah. my entire life and not not in the sense of like oh i i need my mom or i want someone mm-hmm. to just like take care of me but he he sees video g- 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 games and comics and stuff like that as this very childish thing and yeah. i've had those exact same thoughts too it's just like <laughs> yeah. look i know that i really like comics i'm mm-hmm. like a mega nerd i spend most of my life reading and playing video games and stuff like that i understand that someone can look at me and be like you're just a fucking 13 year old like ah, yep I, and, and and that will happen i'm sure but at the same time like i mentioned at the start i'm i've i'm fairly confident in that so I, it's just like well sweet you're not the one that you know like mm-hmm. move along <laughs> have fun <laughs> you know um and so for for him to have that moment of realization where like, hey, it's okay to mature in other aspects of yeah, the, of exactly. of your life and still like the things that you like, you know, still be into Sailor Moon and cry mm-hmm. when you yeah. watch it, you know, um, like you can absolutely like that stuff and still be an adult. You're not yes. a child just for yeah. liking that stuff. Like, he doesn't think, I'm a kid because I play video games all the time. He's like, I play video games all the time and I don't give myself time to do other things that would help me become, like, a more well-rounded, like, human being like Narumi is. Like, she's so deep into it. And, like, I talked earlier about how she's just, like, bursting at the seams to talk about the stuff. She's so excited. But she's given herself time to do other stuff. Like, she's... That's her main focus, but she's lived so much beyond that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's all, like, done with the e- e- earrings, too. Because yes! he pierced his e- e- ears when he was younger, wanting to be cool, and then he's just like, out, like, that hurt. Like, I yeah. can't take it out because it's stuck. It has to be in there for six months. Like, ah, oh, shit, this is a commitment. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, maybe I should just not worry about this stuff and not, like, try and be cool and stuff like and like he like he's he's so much in into like the things that he likes that he really hasn't thought about if what he does is cool or not. Yeah. Like he's just off in his own own little 
world. But then, yeah, there's that scene where, like, you see, like, the kid version of him getting taller and, like, him as we see him now getting smaller. And that's him growing up, like, in that moment um, where he's like, oh, you bought me earrings. Yeah. And then he's like, wait. When did you get your ears pierced? And she's like, shut up. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> I I did love that stuff with the earrings because he got his ears pierced because like when he was like teens or something, he saw Narumi dating a guy who had his ears pierced. Yeah. And like he kind of wants to be more like that to like get Narumi. And I liked how he's kind of always had a crush on Narumi and it's never like full blown like pining it's just always been this like it's one of those in the background yeah this quiet little thing inside of him he's had for years and it's just never been big enough for him to make a big deal out of like when he asks her why don't you just date b why don't you just date me it's not like he's like his heart is pounding like finally this is my opportunity it's he's just like he almost doesn't think about it yeah, he's like, well, it makes sense for us to be together. Like, that kind of slow, quiet, like, if I ever went for it, I feel like we could be a match. Yeah. Or at, 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 at like, least we wouldn't have to, like, hide who, who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that aspect of it a lot, that he's kind of always loved her, but it's, n- like, on just this... Exactly the level for his character. He this is not a man who pines. This is not a man of passion. Just of just slow, quiet, deliberate decisions. That's who he is. Yeah. So I like that instead of going with this full blown romantic trope of I've loved you all these years, it's like exactly fitting it's like tampered down and like leveled way down for his character. Like it felt really appropriate and like it definitely added something without overdoing it. Yeah. Um, another one of the moments that I liked is when they are at the restaurant mm-hmm. and uh, they get in a fight. The other couple gets yeah. in a fight because she's a little bit drunk. Mm-hmm. She's hitting on everyone. <laughs> and uh, it, it's it, it, like they get in this fight, but like they're the type of couple that like that's kind of how they communicate in their own way like yeah they they fight about everything they argue they argue but they know it's like it's because they care about each other like mm-hmm. he's not actually upset at her that um like 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 legitimately upset but it's more of of just like he's kind of jealous like he yeah. really likes her and he doesn't like it when she you know gets might have a little bit too much to drink and starts getting a little lovey-dovey <laughs> with whoever is right next to her you know yeah. um which is is a legitimate concern sure mm-hmm. but it's also like hey we're all f- friends here like there's no need to worry like nothing's yeah. actually gonna, <laughs> gonna happen you might ship it but you, you know um but it's like he he has this legitimate like hey i actually really care about you like and that, like i don't i don't want you to leave me like i don't want you to be with someone else and that thought like scares me you know and and, so, and there's that moment when they kind of finally deal with it and of 
course they deal with it in their own way and he's like oh come here you ugly hag you know (laughs) and she's she is crying on his shoulder and that was also one of the more poignant moments yeah i I thought um because we get to see that and then down the road again more towards the end when he makes the comment to again i don't remember his name but the main guy he's like hirotaka yeah, I mean, he, he he's he's like, well, I mean, you guys are the same way, right? <laughs> and he, they, it, he's he's like, no, we're not. Like, we don't. That's not how we communicate. Like, we're different from yeah. you guys. Uh, and I, I think that was also one of the moments where he first started to realize, like, hey. I'm missing something here. Like, I don't understand what's happening. We're not like that. Why? Yeah. Why aren't we like that? Should we be like that? Is that what it means to be in a relationship? You Mm -hmm. know? Like, so. Yeah. And that's when they go to the theme park because they're like, we should have a normal person date and not like we're going to the comic shop together. (laughs) And he, um, it was when, when she's, when when they're walking home and she's running through the scenario in her mind, like, "Hey, do you want to go on a date this weekend?" He's like, "No," <laughs> <laughs> or just like, "How about my 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 house? Let's play video games." Yeah, um, yeah. And and then it's it's him. He's the one that asks, he's "Like, hey, did like what did you do for dates when you were dating non otaku's?" She's <laughs> like, "Well, I guess we did normal things like go out to eat, go to a theme park." go to the movies, you know, stuff like that, have a picnic. Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay, then let's go. Just, you know, that was it. And she goes, wait, what? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense to, to, to her that he would be the one to, to, to ask her out um, on like an actual date, date thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which I I thought that was also a nice m- 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 moment too because it's yeah. it's on his mind you know he's thinking about it it's like huh maybe I should do something <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I think that's another thing that makes him like a really good boyfriend like he's they're into so much of the same stuff and he's so like understanding and patient and supportive about like all the nerdy stuff she's into but he's also he wants to take this opportunity like. Let's inter- let's do something that isn't reliant on both of us being nerds and being up for listening to what the other person is nerding out about. Like, if yeah. we can take every hobby out of the picture, can we still just relate to each other as human beings? And so I, li- yeah. I like the theme park day a lot. Yeah, that, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, when they're just like, "All right, fine, we're we're done with this," and she's like, "Yes! Oh my god, <laughs> did you see the anime last night?" Oh, <laughs> it was such a fun episode. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. I really loved the show. Yeah, it it's still fairly new. I know yeah. there's a manga of this as well. There's, mm-hmm. I I think they recently announced a live action cast for the, uh, like a live action adaption i don't know if it's going to be a movie or a ah, tv series i'm not sure that's uh, but fun. i i saw that on their wikipedia page um so that could be interesting good good stuff good stuff any last thoughts ah 
know, just that I really liked it and I'm really glad I took a chance and just like, I'm going to Google my way to a brand new anime I've never heard about before. And like, it, I ended up really liking it. Yep. Yes. I was just going to say, I thought of another book that I could recommend. Ah. Nana. I don't, have you heard of that one? The name sounds familiar. Like you probably told me about it. A uh, long time ago. Uh, before the review show, we, uh, my friend Paul and I did an episode on that. But it is okay. Long long story short, it's about uh, it's about two g- 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 girls, both named Nana, mm-hmm. uh, who end up meeting on the train. They're both moving to Tokyo, and they both need a place to live, so they decide to live together. But mm-hmm. one of them is like like the most girly girl you can think of. Like mm-hmm. everything is pink and fluffy <laughs> and unicorns and rainbows and it's great. And then the other one is completely opposite of that. Just punk rock to the extreme where it's all <laughs> black, like spikes up her hair. She smokes, you know, she's she's the lead singer in it in this punk band but they end up becoming best friends despite their differences and i haven't read all of it that's out apparently the manga is not finished i think the creator i know she at least got really sick i don't know i don't want to say she's dead or not i don't know i i'm not familiar with all of that stuff she could still be alive but i think she's moved on to opposite stuff at or moved on to more stuff uh if if uh she is still alive um but it's that same type of thing like hey despite our differences we can still be friends and stuff and i think i read the first like two or three volumes and it almost seemed like there was some lesbian subtext in there Uh like hey maybe down the road they're actually gonna be more than friends and it's just gonna be like hey what if we're in a relationship instead um so who knows but that was also a very good one and i liked that one a lot awesome um so yeah that would be my final things to say on that okay um pitches for this next week i guess it's my turn Yep, I'm ready. Okay, I have two of them written down here, and I have a third one up in my mind. <laughs> um, pitch number one, Maniac. It's a Netflix oh. original starring oh. Emma Stone and Jonah Hill. Oh, di- yeah. Directed by Kerry Fukunaga, uh, uh-huh. who notably directed the first season of True Detective. Um, This is, it seems like experimental sci-fi hallucinating thriller mind fuck type of thing uh-huh. uh i think from what i understood the little netflix description thing to be uh emma stone and jonah hill's characters are both uh not completely there maybe i don't uh-huh. know and so they go on this experimental drug to kind of fix them and they're supposedly no side effects they'll just be fixed and that's that they can move on with their life but of course things don't go as planned Mm -hmm. so that's maniac is that like a movie or a short show it's a series 
There's one season. I don't know how many episodes there are. I, I'm assuming 12 or 13. Okay. But I don't know. Um, that's pitch number one, though. Uh-huh. Pitch number two is called The Forest. Mm. I believe this is also a Netflix original. I could be mistaken, though. Um, it is a French crime show. Ah. Uh, it's about a girl who disappears into the forest after receiving a cryptic phone call. And now the small town that she is f- from is investigating and doing everything they can to find her and kind of unraveling as the mystery, as, as the plot thickens. Yeah. So dark secrets are coming out and this and that and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it, it looks like crime thriller maybe a little bit of horror mixed in or like psychological thriller type of thing who knows um but yeah that's that's a french crime show so it is Mm -hmm. all in french okay interesting um and then for my third pitch i'm actually going to pull it up on this where did it go i wanted to read it's a comic book uh-huh. called Criminal. Okay. Uh, and volume one is on Comixology Unlimited. Uh, this is a crime series. If I'm not mistaken, each volume is a new, like, new story, new characters, stuff like that. So huh. we're only going to read... Well, you know what? Let's read the first two. Okay. The first one is on Comixology Unlimited. The second one, you can buy it, or I'm sure you can find it at a local comic book store or Barnes & Noble or something like that. Um, But it is, like I said, I believe it's an anthology series with each volume being like a new story, new characters and stuff like that. It's Mm -hmm. by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Yeah. Uh, And if you are familiar in the kind of comic book world crime genre these guys are all stars in that genre um they've done things like gotham central and fatal and stuff like that they've made some fantastic uh crime comics and the artwork is amazing um Let's see if I pull this up. Will it give me a, let's see, best-selling crime series returns in strikingly designed new editions? That's not what I want to read. Um, volume 1, Coward, a new take on the war that turned the heist story on its head and created a whole new underworld for Brewbreaker and Phillips to explore. Brewbreaker and Phillips' recent series, Fatal and the Fade Out, have brought their work to a wider audience of new readers and now is the perfect time to show them uh to show them the work wait to time to show them the work that made the award-winning teams show what that makes (laughs) no sense why would you put them there anyways uh yeah this is like crime comics all-star volume one and two sounds like volume one is a heist story Ooh. Let's see what it says about Volume 2. Um, a story of brotherly love and hate as Tracy Lawless 
finally returns home to find out who murdered his kid brother and how much their family history has doomed them both. Cool. So that's pitch number three. Mm -hmm. Criminal, volumes one and two. I think I am really intrigued by the forest. Le forest. Cool. Um, I'll have to see if that's actually what it is or not. I took like four years of French in high school and college. I, have, I don't and speak I any French. Barely remember any of it. Yeah, yeah. So omelette seems du like fromage a good from Dexter's lab. <laughs> yeah, omelette du fromage. All I remember is that in France, their like colloquial nickname for a McDonald's is MacDo. MacDo. MacDo, which is you really go to a MacDo. MacDo. So yeah, I feel like getting back into like, oh, let's watch a French thing again, because French stuff can be bonkers based it on can. everything like my old teachers would show me. So and I've been feeling I, like a mystery and like something spooky. I almost pitched another fr- French crime show, one that I've seen. I've not seen the forest. It's also on Netflix called Deep. It's only three episodes long, but it's, huh. it, it is in black and white. It's crime noir and it is bonkers Bonkers. like it's this detective who's kind of hallucinating and maybe he's crazy uh but and it's just like non-stop yeah it's super fast paced it's fantastic though cool Um, but the forest i have not seen i'm excited to see that and it is in full color now in technicolor no oh boy Um, it seems pretty new i think it was like 2017 when it came out so not too long ago should be good and i think that's only like eight episodes uh yeah i just looked it up and it's six episodes six even shorter than i thought so you guys can find that on netflix Mm -hmm. um uh it's i mean i'm here in america and it's here in the american netflix so i'm sure it has a fairly wide release for everyone out there I'm excited. Yes. I was in the mood. I was like, I'm going to go in my c- comfort zone this week, and I'm going to do, like, crime and sci-fi <laughs> you do t- type of stuff. You do foreign crimes. I, I almost pitched all foreign crime shows. I was like, remember that show Bad Guys Vile City that I really liked oh. and I still really love? I almost pitch oh, that one kyle kyle while we're on the subject of this somebody submitted a paper about dark to one of the tv yes. and film journals i work on at work yes. i somehow completely missed that it was about time travel like yeah. i don't know like why i did not pick up on that very key fact about the show but i'm reading the paper and i'm like oh i thought this was like just a straightforward crime drama i know there no. was time travel it's in time it. Travel. It's Ugh. it's a little bit like Stranger Things. Okay. They don't necessarily focus on like a group of kids or mm-hmm. stuff like that though. But it is uh like time travely. They there's a bunch of scenes in the eighties and what <laughs> happened. There's this weird experiment thing going on. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. That's actually one of our most watched YouTube videos. Oh. Uh, I mean, it, it still gets absolutely no views overall, but uh, it has a couple hundred views mm. on that episode. That was me and Paul did an episode of that on the Whatnots podcast. K- 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 
podcast back when that was a thing. <laughs> uh, which reminds me, I, I guess I'll start it up in the new year. I'm going to start re-releasing our the old episodes of the Whatnots podcast on our website since yes. I took those off of yes. iTunes. Cool. Good stuff. Um, That was good. That was fun. Melissa, take it away. This has been the Whatnots Review Show for this week. Thank you for joining us. If you were in the live stream or if you're listening to us later on YouTube or on as a podcast. Uh, So just thanks for being out there and listening to us and supporting us and giving us follows and maybe considering giving us a dollar. Uh, you can find patreon.com slash the whatnots yep yep give us a dollar you can get stuff early uh, you can follow me personally on twitter on instagram at wilkywit w-i-l-k-y-w-i-t and kyle where can they find you you guys can find me on twitter and instagram at yo kyle springer uh, and if you guys want updates for this show, this podcast, as well as any of the other podcasts we do, you can follow us on Twitter at The Whatnots. Yes. Yep. Follow us. It's cool. There you go. Exactly. Official recommendation. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Adios, Bye. guys. Bye.